I don't let it dictate my entire mood. Like, oh, I'm mad because <laughs> Jupiter's in Uranus and it's 12 o'clock. Like, I don't, it's, it's definitely not that, but like, I definitely take what I can learn from, from anything, whether it's that or just learning from some crazy person. What's up, everyone? You're listening to the NPCO podcast, the show for all things ethical and sustainable streetwear. I'm Avery. I'm Myra. And this is episode four. And today we're interviewing a man of many hats, sustainability auditor, creative director, graphic designer, Moha Robinson. We just want to say thank you to Toolbox LA for letting us use their space to record this podcast. Toolbox LA is an innovation hub and workspace partnering with the best to equip creators and startups with hands-on tools and just a space to really grow their business and, and collaborate with other people. So thank you to Toolbox. Thank you for the introduction. Um, like the lady said, my name is Moha Robinson. I am an artist creative director, sustainability auditor, environmental activist, vegan, and in general, just a human being. You're vegan? Yeah. No way, since Almost, well, more than five years. What? what? I'm like, as if I talk to you every day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know this. <laughs> well, well, how's that been? That's crazy. What made, what made you? Honestly, uh, my senior year in high school, I had a professor, Professor Charlton, and I had to take another, my last AP course, and that was the last one I could take because I took AP physics and all the hard courses, mm-hmm. and he just changed my life, and ever since then, wow. tried to lower my carbon footprint. But there's a lot of misconception behind veganism. Mm-hmm. I think the better choice is eating sustainable, so mm-hmm. if you live out here and you're eating, let's say, dragon fruit or some outlandish fruit that's couple hundred thousand miles away it's better to eat whatever is locally grown yeah because the transit and, like, yeah the so gas. a lot of people get that mis- misconstrued so i just wanted to say that that's good what what is the term you used earlier sustainable uh, auditor say? auditor that's a cool term what are like your core activities being a sustainable auditor okay so i am contracted through the city of los angeles mm-hmm. basically la has transitioned all waste uh waste and recycling to third parties and they're contracted through Athens. And basically what I do is make sure these MFDs, which are apartments, multifamily dwellings, and small businesses and regular commercial businesses are following the new laws. So for instance, every business who produces over four yards of trash Mm -hmm. has to have recycling, a recycling bin, and in 2019, organics bin to divert the trash rate to, I think, 2024, I think 67% of all LA trash has to be uh, diverted because mm-hmm. uh, if you're not aware, Southern California, or I think the entire California cannot make any more landfills. Yeah. So if we don't fix this problem, we're gonna start shipping our trash to other states and other countries, and then you'll see the price even increase even more. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's intense. How'd you, how'd you land that? Or like what? They they recruited me from CSUN. Oh, I think I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I forget the gentleman's name, but I was uh-huh. just, honestly I went in there not looking for a job. I just went in there just to see where people were heads yeah. were at and yeah. see if who cared about the environment. Yeah. And mm-hmm. the the gentleman who recruited me just chopped it up, mm-hmm. and he, he offered me a position. And I weighed my options. I had some other stuff I wanted to do, but 
I figured that this would be the, yeah. the best foot in the right direction because the good thing about trash, it's recession proof. No matter what happens, everybody's oh, gonna yeah. produce trash, mm -hmm. especially as the population is exponentially growing and we're reaching our carrying capacity. Do you, are you supposed to be like well-versed in like the different types of trash, like cardboard versus like plastic, then what can be like recycled and like what's bad? Yeah, so honestly, there's a lot of misconception around trash. Yeah. For instance, uh, pizza boxes is not recyclable. Yeah, because the oil. The oil, it's yeah. you actually could. It's compostable. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the when it says organic, compostable, biodegradable, a bunch of our MRFs and landfills. If it even says biodegradable, it depends on how long it takes. It could take a hundred yeah. plus years. And yeah. It's not really beneficial, but it's all goes in one container. So it's bolts, styrofoam, uh, regular plastics. There's specific numbers like one through eight. And one of the biggest things, I don't think I'm supposed to be telling you this, <laughs> but. You signed a form. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, so if there's no market for it, even if you put it in the recycle bin, it doesn't always. I would say 60% of the stuff you put it in the recycle bin does not get recycled because there's no market for it. The only thing that's really getting recyclable still is bottles, like aluminum cans, some cardboard but amazon boxes just it's, it's overwhelming they're not really recycling that they're, you could recycle it but mm -hmm. nine times out of ten it's going to the to the landfill mm -hmm. and this is like how is this all like separated so you athens is actually one of the few companies that have a MRF, mm -hmm. which basically it's a machine and they have people hand separating the the recycling what is yeah. athens athens services is the the trash company in la Oh, it's like okay. one of the three top. Trash so you work companies. at Athens and you work at Brotherhood, right? Yeah. Yeah, those two. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Unless you have like more on your plate. <laughs> I do. <laughs> no, I do have. I do have some other some other things. So I still do creative direction for Offshore Agency, which is a modeling agency uh, based in yeah. Brooklyn, and uh, and a bunch of side <laughs> stuff yeah, I that I can't talk about. That's okay. That's Wait, but how are you doing that? Like all the way in from if it's in Brooklyn, like twenty eighteen. You don't. I don't have to be present. So I run the. the well, now I used to run the LA operations. Now mm -hmm. we got two other phenomenal people that are on board, and I think they're going to be taking a lot of stuff off my shoulders. Yeah, yeah, that's intense. That's so admirable. You're doing like a million different things. I gotta stay busy. I can't. I yeah. can't stop. Yeah, I did see. Season did write about you as. Oh yeah, I've seen that. That was funny. Yeah. Renaissance man. I logged into like Season portal and I was like, oh shit, it's more. They still have that on there. That's funny. That's so funny. That was a weird. How do you how do you juggle everything? Like, cause like Mara and I, we like we do like we like never sleep either, but it's cause we're passionate about Epico, but like. Obviously I want, I want more details do. before I tell you. How do you? How do you? Two, <laughs> how do you two juggle everything? I think it's just like, honestly, it's like it's like passion and like what having like a vision and just like sticking to it. And mm -hmm. if you like feel for it, like if your your soul is in it, it's like there's nothing else you want to do. So it's mm -hmm. like there's no point in me just like sitting around and like you know not doing anything mm -hmm. when I have like this whole you know goal in mind. What's your end goal? Or one of your angles. <laughs> well, I was like, I have a shoot. <laughs> one, one of my angles. Oh, fuck, that's so. Let me think. Just think. Just don't even think about it. This first one to pop in your head. The first. Well, for well, I mean, for myself, like for MP Coda to be like self-sustaining, mm -hmm. where I don't need to like work for anyone. Like, I don't want to work for anyone. Like I can't. I can't be working. So for passive anyone. income. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely, I'll also have like you know put my my hundred like ten percent in it. Facts. But, you know. 
What about you? Me, my, my, my ultimate goal is definitely to have like my like our own creative space. You know, mm-hmm. that could be used whether it be like to create like our own garments, maybe like mm-hmm. to, to like have classes like to train other yeah. garment workers, or even just like a space that like. I can use to like bring different creatives. <laughs> Toolbox. You're standing right here. Like, your dreams are being takes no, over. No, but it. like my own, like our own space, you know, yeah. like yeah. something that it's it's different. It, it's, Facts. Yeah, like there's nothing like that, like a, a space that like you like cultivate and like mm-hmm. uh, I think now that culture around it. Mm-hmm. Now that you mention it, like similar to like having a space, but kind of like being able to have garment workers and paying them. A, not a, like higher than way higher than the average um and have like health care for them mm-hmm. you know retirement options for them and all that anything that any other company would offer them but for grammar workers mm-hmm. that's like you know to help them yeah definitely a lot of passion attitude and also going to the gym the also fuck? helps a lot oh yeah that's yeah. very true if I don't go there. to the gym, like I'm, I'm flipping out. Like yeah. I'm a very like hyper energetic person. Like mm-hmm. I, I have to go like just release that energy and like somewhere stay yeah. glowing. Yeah, yeah, like it's just how that's how I roll. <laughs> Mind, body, and soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's facts. Mm-hmm. So what about you? Mm. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> so of this, I got beans. <laughs> I got I got my first gray hair last month. Oh, yeah, like right what is that? It's what like right this? above my hairline too. Yeah. It's Confucius. That means you made it. <laughs> that means you made it. Turn it into art. You should do that. Like yeah. Put in like a. Oh, like I gotta keep thing. that. You know, yeah. that's, that's right there. Oh, you just. But to be honest, I don't I don't have any social life, and I think that's what I've been working on the past year. It's going going out and having fun and that's maintaining good. that balance. Yeah, that's good. Well, uh, where where did you notice like the downfall of that, like not giving attention to like your social life, like college, New uh-huh. and New York? Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of opportunities that that was missed yeah. that I just didn't go out. How's that affected you now? Like, are you do you always think like, oh, I could have went there? Like, oh, no, nah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think like that. Mm-hmm. But I tell my brother who lives with me, I'll give him one day each month, one night, I'll go out with him because they always ask me to go out. That's good. And I'll go out with them. I'll try to have fun, and because yeah. I get, I really get anxiety when there's too many people around. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll get, like motion sickness, and I'll, and then I'll think I could be, designing for this person right now and making mm, this check. And, I feel you. I feel you. But those same people could be at the the, exactly. the event that I'm going to, and yeah, they, they better. There, it'll be cooler for them to see you out, not yeah. at work, or not trying to hustle them for some some creative direction or some photo yeah. shoot or something. We were just talking about that, like how to like balance like relationships and... Nah, like, it's definitely a, a skill it, yeah. that I'm it's, working it's on. Tough. It's so funny you mentioned that because like literally this month, my friends are like, you know, that I've changed, that like mm-hmm. they're saying that I'm hanging out with another group of people. <laughs> Damn. Like, it's like my laptop. They're getting mad at me. They like changed like the chat name to the Moran Rose chat, like my last name. <laughs> I got a bond. I'm like, wait, wait, what? They're like, you you don't even, this has been changed forever. So like, I, I totally understand like yeah. sometimes not having a social life, you know? And, and it sucks because it's like, it's not like you don't care about those mm-hmm. people, you know? And I totally agree with you. Like, then you're like, oh, come to my pop-up. Come to this. Yeah, yeah. facts. Oh, yeah. you didn't even want to freaking kick yeah, it. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Damn. 
When did you study design too, or just to, like did you go to school for design? Okay. That's that's tough. That's tough. <laughs> okay, like, you know, like, I can answer. So in middle school, I went to art school, got kicked out because I wasn't following directions. We were trying to draw this lizard, and they and they wanted to me to draw the lizard in a specific way, and I had my own style. And they were like, "Nah, this is not how you do it." And I got into it, the teacher, and I got kicked out. It was first day. So <laughs> ever, ever since then, I I I always done design. Like even in elementary school, I just sell comic drawings like I should redraw Sonic and World Industries and other skateboard companies and sell it for lunch money and I got into the STEM program because my aunt is one of the VPs of supply chain at Boeing and she got me into the STEM programs early on with the National Society of Black Engineers mm-hmm. so my fr- my freshman year when I went to school in New York I actually studied computer engineering and I talked to a couple of grad students and I just didn't want to be in a cubicle for the rest yeah. of my life and put it in 70 plus hours. So, uh, and then I lost my scholarship at that school. Well, I was promised a scholarship. A lot of people don't know this story, but I was promised a scholarship. So I dropped all my athletic scholarships to go to this one school and the guy reneged on that scholarship. He's all, he's, he, he told me once, he said, you get into this school, I'll give you a full ride. Me as a student or in high school, I, my parents weren't really helping me out with going like the logistics of going to school because they didn't go to college so they really didn't know how, well, how to do that mm-hmm. so I just took his word got accepted and I was like and I flew out there I'm like oh no this this guy he's with this organization he said I, I have a full ride and they're like did you get your financial aid and I'm like yeah did she look at him I'm like no he said I got a full ride I don't so I was like stupid yeah. so that I was there for a year did computer engineering for the first first semester then got into the entrepreneurship program and I met uh, Professor Compo and he just changed my perspective on entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So transition, I moved back to California, started redshirting or was beginning to redshirt to play basketball at Citrus College. And then I started doing my research and I wanted to go to a school that had a, a strong sustainability program. And there was really no major in sustainability that was affordable at around me at that time. And then second best option was a minor in sustainability and CSUN had that program. And I didn't want to, I was going to do regular business management. And then I'm like, nah, I want something a little bit more challenging. And I start looking at, you know, how you do like the personality test, like yeah. what kind of major are you? And I and end up being supply chain. Nice. And I started doing my own research. Like, yeah, I definitely could do this, like logistics. I was really into, uh, was it Q? Quality Q- yeah, quality insurance and a bunch of stuff. I'm like, damn. So I end up pursuing supply chain. But design has always been, mm-hmm. even when I was in like studying sustainability, when there was a presentation or if anybody needed graphics, I was always doing it for sure. Yeah, you've been everywhere. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, bitter, it's bittersweet. I get jealous of some people who have lived in the same, like my best friend, my day one, Skinny. He's lived in West Covina his whole life, and it's just cool. Oh, really? He yeah. knows everybody there, and it's just... Yeah. That, I feel you. Like, that's something, like... Because I, I moved around a lot, because I was mm-hmm. a military kid. And most people here have, like, their home, like, yeah. their neighborhood. Yeah. When me, like, when people ask where I'm from, I'm like, oh, I don't really... Yeah, this tough. That's for me, from. too. I'd be like, uh, I <laughs> oh tell somebody... I tell it a different story every time. Yeah. I'll say Baltimore, I'll say New yeah. York, I'll say LA, depending yeah. on the person. If I'm in Japan, I'll say I'm from LA. From here, If I'm here, I'll say I'm from Japan. <laughs> so it's like, you know. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> okay. Conversation. Conversation. <laughs> I was born in San Diego though. So, okay. Yeah. What's like your biggest 
not biggest goal it's a big question like what do you want to do with design like what do you want to do that kind of influences people or like you know touches someone's soul or something like that? oh okay so right now i'm working with this guy named warrior boswell or potentially i'm working with now because i'm modeling for him and uh, i did some graphics for his black history month campaign mm -hmm. But I've been working on a tiny house project over the last four years. So a tiny house is a single occupying home that's usually under 500 square feet. And it's usually mobile. Yeah, okay. So basically it's a tiny house project to de-gentrify areas in LA and surrounding cities to create um, generational wealth with the original constituents of that area. So um, with Boswell, Hopefully, in the near future, we could pitch it to Magic Johnson. Mm -hmm. And that's what I've been working on as far as design, because it kind of plays in, in part with design, sustainability, and supply chain, because you have to get the proper sourcing yeah. with the right materials if you want to use clay yeah. um, and other natural insulators. So that is my big ticket item. And a lot of people don't like when I bring that up, because it's supposed to be under wraps. But mm -hmm. we're too late to be withholding like ideas mm -hmm. and knowledge, and I think if I don't do it, it'll be tight to someone else to do it. Because you could build a badass tiny house, like an upscale tiny house, yeah. easily under 70 racks. And you don't have to go to, you could drop out of high school and still get a, a loan for at least half of that. And then you have some type of ownership. And then if you want to stay there or Airbnb it or whatever, you could create that generational wealth through uh, ownership. What what sparked that interest to like, to start that? Or who started it, first of all? Uh, I mean, it's just, I always thought, well, just growing up mm -hmm. poor, you just are confined to smaller spaces and you learn to deal with it and you learn to save water. And as a kid, you just know, you're just doing what your parents tell you. You don't know the reason yeah. why, but for my mom, it was to save money. And now it's just about uh, smarter smarter living, yeah. more efficient living. And uh, I think tiny houses are just badass to me. So you just like rent out a plot of land? So LA is difficult. That's why you don't see too many t t uh, tiny house communities. Yeah. So what I want to do is I want to I want to do a HOA style and rebrand mobile mobile communities and make it uh, upscale. Have like that community so garden. Sick. Have maybe it's like some solar cells yeah. or solar panels and the power wall. Maybe some electric mm -hmm. charging stations. The bikes that mm -hmm. produce uh, energy with yeah. um, with movement. So I just want to make it super upscale. Mm -hmm. And damn, I could see it already. Like I could. No, nah, like, it's I definitely a tube. I want yeah. like the desert landscape and maybe have a gray water system. Yeah. Um. So it's definitely achievable. But with LA, there's a lot of zoning laws. Sure. And I, when I first got my job at Athens, I was working with the city of Los Angeles because mm -hmm. they're already contracted, contracted us, and it didn't fall through. But now I'm, I'm hopefully could be working with Magic or just somebody in general. It doesn't have to be in LA. It could be in Chicago or anywhere. But I think it'll be better working in LA because. This is where technically home for me is. And there's a lot of empty lots. Mm -hmm. and, and there's a housing problem. Too. There is a housing yeah. problem. And I think tiny houses are, you can make some cool ass tiny I houses. I bet. I could, I could picture it. And just think it's like for people like us too, like we're not worrying about a family right now. Yeah, we're shoot, by I'll, I'll buy one. Yeah, you buy one. Like, you, go, <laughs> you know, I've been looking for it. We can afford it. We can afford it yeah, right now. Be yeah, like the test. beta test that. We, and I'm really trying to focus on uh, communal living. So mm -hmm. I want like how I design my two prototypes they're on my uh they might not be on my portfolio anymore but i use this application i think it's called home by me mm -hmm. so i did the entire blueprint of it so i had the kitchen outside mm -hmm. and they're and all the backyards are facing each other so when you eat outside you can see your neighbors just to create an environment uh a very synergetic environment because obviously this 
I know the main goal is to degentrify uh, city or cities around LA County or just LA in general, but every every person is not going to be the original constituent of that city. We're going to get yeah. some hipsters coming from yeah. who some SF that are billionaires. But as long as we could create that mix where the billionaire is talking to some kid that just graduated yeah. high school and started a small business. So it's almost like a co-work space, but a co-living space. Yeah. But everybody still has their own house, but it, it so many cultures and different ideologies emerging. What's like the target like liftoff date? Oh, I'm shooting for next year. Yeah. Like li- this time next year. <sighs> Let us know. Please. I mean, there's other people, <laughs> yeah. there's other yeah. people doing it, but they're not. They're doing it. For just aesthetic purposes, only yeah. there's really no mission for. I know there's. I talked to a few people that if this this gig with Magic goes through, if I could pitch it to him, I know a few people that are, are gonna help me back it. Mm-hmm. But hopefully this time next year, even if Magic doesn't back it because the meeting was uh, postponed, but we're we're hoping it's, for the best. I mean, it's pitchable, you know. Someone it's it's yeah. definitely just like talking like yeah, a couple. Like you sold me already. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely it's it's doable. You got to get through a couple of zoning laws, yeah. but I think if I don't do it, I think by in the next three to four years, somebody's gonna do it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Magic Johnson's like a big name. Like, how do you how do you go about like putting yourself out there? I know you you kind of like the past. I mean, your whole life you you've pretty much been you know grinding. Like you've been doing mm-hmm. all these things. How do you? start by putting yourself out there and like how'd you learn like pitch your ideas to people it just started i think i was talking to my coworker ryan about it's really just about networking and having a a conversation and being genuine with people Mm -hmm. i think that's one of the the biggest things i know it's hard for me to talk to people Mm -hmm. because usually i don't like being around people i'm very isolated but as soon as i start talking to people then they get oh this guy's actually pretty cool and he's smart and he has ideas and then that's how the collaboration works but ironically, going back to my aunt, um, that's Magic Johnson is supposedly her best friend. No way. But I never like supposedly. reached out to my aunt like, yeah. yo, because like, yeah. my aunt is like, she's the VP of Boeing, so yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure she wouldn't be lying. Yeah. But I never, I don't like, I don't like asking for help. It's kind of honest. a random person to lie about anyway. Yeah. You know? And I don't like, it's just weird. Like, oh, hey, aunt, aunt. Like, we don't even yeah. talk like that. Like, hey, can you hook me up with this person? Yeah. And so I think definitely networking and just having personable, yeah. I don't know if that's a word, but conversations yeah. with people and, and just making it honest and genuine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's easy. I feel like it's like, I'm, I'm like, what's the word where you're in between being an introvert and extrovert? You know that term? Intra- extrovert. Intra- extrovert. I forgot. There's like a term. Oh, ambivert. Like yeah. <laughs> ambivert. Like, like, ambivert. Ambivert. Yeah, like name. ambidextrous, but like ambivert. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, like I'm definitely an, an ambivert. Like I would prefer to be introspective and just like think through things mm-hmm. and like, you know, not really talk about it yet. Um, but then I'm also like extroverted where like if I have to talk to people, then obviously I will. But it kind of goes back to like the whole choosing work between going out yeah it's like i kind of want to we got that we got we got balance <laughs> yeah what's well, like something you point to and say like oh yeah that's kind of what led me to where i am mm-hmm. honestly i'm very money motivated mm-hmm. and i grew up poor as fuck mm-hmm. and i'm still struggling and i think i'm just being honest mm-hmm. not being poor yeah and uh, not that's a good goal to have <laughs> <laughs> just not being poor and it's not and it's not all about uh, physically or financially, yeah. it's about mentally enriching myself too. I think a lot of people misconstrue that as well. Mm-hmm. You could be you could be rich financially, but if you have a, a, 
a crappy crappy mind and you're not future forward and you're yeah. not uh you're not an open-minded person mm-hmm. then it's you're not waste. you're not yeah yeah so i think just being enriched in every sense mm-hmm. is is what basically drives me or drove me to this position right now i obviously want money too like none of us want to be poor yeah. right but i think like another side to that is being rich not to have the money but being rich because we can do more with it and yeah. because we can you know fulfill not fulfill our dreams but help other people that's with facts. more money that's know? definitely fact so not just for me like i don't care about the money i care about doing things with it's, it. it's about like that power yeah because just growing up like obviously as a minority being a black male mm-hmm. That power, I know some people, other races have power without money. And usually with me, it's the only thing that puts me in power is either a platform via social media. And you only get that social media through sports or through money. And usually the money is through sports or entertainment. So it's kind of yin and yang with, 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 my, with my situation. So you're right now you're like focusing on your auditing but you have a lot of background with brotherhood and the skateboard company right yeah hellion skateboard if you could tell us like a little bit about that oh, okay so ali is the founder of hellion um he actually used to work for brotherhood Okay. And it's kind of, it's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it's, cut this out. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, we can talk about it. It's, 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 it's known thing. There's a, uh, still animosity between the two companies and I'm kind of in the middle because I'm still invested in Hellion mentally and financially. And then Brotherhood, uh, I'm really not focused. I, I do art and direction for them. I run the store some days, but uh, I'm really learning from the founder, Christian Lennon. Yeah. And he's definitely someone I believe is going to be one of those people that are going to be 40 under 40 or 30 under mm-hmm. 30 uh, as he just did uh, the Supreme Gallery I think it opened December 3rd mm-hmm. uh, with Sotheby's and a few other big big names and you know I just have to learn from him I'm just soaking up as much game as I can mm-hmm. and then Hellion uh, me and Ali are friends through my brother um, Gene Dawson and he just he wanted to start a brand and we started brainstorming i gave him a good a good name and we ran with hellion and then uh that's how it started he actually has some pretty fire stuff i don't really do much for hellion as much we still talk um but they have some fire pieces coming out i really like what ali's doing he's very being very low-key about it mm-hmm. and i think he's a, a very respectable person of how he's moving I, I think I follow, oh, I probably follow Gene Dawson through you. Like That's your... That's my brother, yeah. Younger? Or yeah. Younger brother. Oh. Yeah, he's about to turn 23, December's 22nd. Oh. He's an old head old. now. But how old are you? Oh, I don't know. Age is just a number. Nah, <laughs> well, age. Head. Mm, nah, I'm, I'm 24. Okay. Yeah, I have to think now, 24. <laughs> <laughs> that happens to me, too. I'm like, 19. I'm like, I'm not 19 anymore. You're not 19. <laughs> Sheet, how old are you? I'm 22. Must be nice. Avery, how old are you? 22. Really? Yeah, 22. Damn, I'm an old head in here. <laughs> You're like two it years of nothing head. but a number. Nice. It's like, it's just like, you know, like wine, you know, like she gets better as you get older. She gassed me up right here. Don't feel like <laughs> age, age is like I wine. Feel, well, I feel great. <laughs> I feel yeah, 22. What's the song? What's the, like Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift. Oh, that's a song? Yeah. What do you mean? That's, of course that's a song. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, what, what, I don't really listen to Taylor Swift. What were you doing at Me 22? neither. 22? Yeah. Like, where were you at 22? Head wise. That was 2000, <laughs> 2016? Yeah. 
<laughs> Where was I? <laughs> I was, it was two years. I was at CSUN. Oh. I was at CSUN. Literally okay. didn't. I went to school and I had two jobs, three jobs. I worked as a a, a server and like assistant manager at uh, not Athens at Norms. Okay. Bigger, better breakfast. <laughs> at Norms, and then I had an internship with a sustainability company on campus as well. I was doing outreach for them. Nice. You know, I'm kind of curious because you said that you're a very introvert person. Mm-hmm. Is it a challenge for you to kind of like put yourself out there to like these, you know, things that you're doing? A hundred percent. Pitching to like Magic Johnson. No, like, like once, once, once I. <laughs> what not? Nah, once that happens, once I actually make that connection, then it's, I treat everybody the same. I don't get starstruck or, or anything. It's just, we're all human. Yeah, that's crazy to think. Like some people like cry if they would see like I don't know Justin Bieber or something. Yeah. But it's like like the reality is like they all came, they all came from the womb. Well, I think I think they're taking it back to the damn. Womb. But I think a lot of people have that emotional that emotional uh, intelligence and 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 know how to share their emotion. Yeah, and I think with me since I'm very introverted that I give off a I don't care attitude, and it's not just that I just I'm reserved, mm-hmm. and I think when I talk or when I meet people like Madge or even my dad used to work on Slauson and Crenshaw with uh, right in front of Nipsey Nipsey Hussle's uh, the marathon store well this is before it was a marathon store yeah. just a t-shirt store and I should see Nipsey all the time and to this day him uh, rest in peace fats and his brother still recognize me from being at the shop all day and yeah. everybody would be all crazy oh YG would come through and they, yeah. people would be starstruck I'm like oh like what's up man how's everything and I'll yeah. talk to them I think that actually has led me to a lot of gigs because I treat people yeah. as, as human. Because you think it's like if Oprah came, you know, people would be going crazy. But if you just have a conversation with with Oprah, then it's like she might really like make that connection with you because yeah. you're treating her like a human being, and a lot of people really appreciate that. Yeah, because if you like, you could tell when someone's like trying to kiss ass or someone's yeah. like trying to you know like talk to some, you because of something. Yeah, some celebrities eat that up too. Yeah, you have to kiss ass yeah. to get get in the door. That's a that's a good way to approach it though. It's definitely not on purpose. That's just my character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got me in trouble a lot though. What? Uh, oh. I was gonna I was supposed to do a design campaign for Hardy's Hardware. It's Nikhil Smith, Tyshawn mm-hmm. Jones, a bunch of skaters for Supreme, yeah. and I posted some designs I did for them, and they and then I I deleted. I didn't delete my Instagram, but I just got off of Instagram. I don't have notifications on, mm-hmm. and they blew up my Instagram, and then I'm like, yo, thanks. Like, what's up? What are you guys trying to do? And But I was super nonchalant about it. And I think they took that as, like, this dude is... Oh. <laughs> and then I actually flew out there for offshore. And then uh-huh. I was supposed to meet with one of the guys. And it just... He'll hit me up randomly. And then... And I'm like, oh, like, yeah, let's do it. But he, I think he was expecting... Like, yeah. Yo, like, what's up, dude? Yeah. 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 It was just... Yeah. That's just not my character. So... Yeah. And that's not the first time that's happened. Like, yeah. So, I mean, it's it's... It has its pros and cons. I mean, as long as you treat yourself, like, you know. You yeah, know that's exactly that. what I can't. I'm not, not to say I'm not an exciting person. I'm just straightforward. Yeah. We saw that you were doing a shoot with, I think I looked it up. Was it Juxtapose magazine? Mm-hmm. That was cool. Like, I, I didn't really read too much into it, but it looked mm-hmm. super interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, tell us more about that you project. I found out through someone I know. I don't know if you know Charles. No, <laughs> it's a Charles what? He was part of the project too, and what I does he like, look? What, what does he look like? <laughs> um, he's he's a he's not that tall. Um, so he's short. He's <laughs> either or. I don't know. His name is Charles. I think his hair is like he has like short hair. I think it's like a little bit lighter than um, most people's hair. I don't know if he's that, <laughs> but 
Um, Great description, by the way. I know. <laughs> He's not short. <laughs> and he's not short. <laughs> he has a nose. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, but tell us a little bit about that, the message behind that. The the meaning behind it is to show the, the, the mesh of masculinity and femininity in black males and because black males have been um, over over popularized as being or uh, over villainized um, throughout society, especially over the last hundred years, mm-hmm. and with things like the war on drugs and uh, various other things to further uh, diminish black males. So he's just trying to portray that we do have feelings, we do uh, have femininity mm-hmm. and masculinity, and show the power of the mix of those two things. That's that's what I got from it. He could tell you something else, and that someone else could, because I don't want to put one definition yeah. on that. That that's my idea of it. Yeah, because I, I, I was looking through, I was like, damn, this is deep. Nah, it that's fire. We did. We me and me and Brandon been friends for a while. We did a few shoot, shoots. I'm actually hopefully curing his next show for that uh, project. Yeah. He did the Thirty Seven Niggas project mm-hmm. with hopefully Blackheart Studios just opened up in Lincoln Heights, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just opened up. Shout out to Nicole. I'll hopefully be helping her out as well, getting her more gigs because she's definitely looking for new artists. I don't know if you guys are interested in doing because I know that last pop up I didn't make it, but that that <laughs> live sweatshop would look wild. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish you kept that. Yeah, man. Really that thing was too big to take down. Nah, that was fire. Yeah, no, it was fire. Yeah, our last pop up was related to showing kindness to garment workers. It was called Benevolence. And we just bought a, I think it was like a garden sun, um, sorry, like a sun tent. Mm-hmm. And I use that to replicate like the heat that garment workers have to uh, go through, especially in the summer. Um, it's cramped. It's really hot. Um, it's really dusty. So it's just like a sewing machine, a fan, a shitty chair. And just like, I turned the heat on and people walked in and they're like, no, it's too hot in there. I'm no, like, that's the point. That, that concept was good. <laughs> um, Kind of like going back to the gig that you just did. And then you've also done for some modeling for us. Oh, today. yeah, yeah. Oh. I forgot about that. Okay, yeah. So Moha actually did uh, model for the Benevolence collection, actually. Since you do, uh, since you've done like casting and stuff, do you have like any tips for people like out there trying to, actually trying to be a model? <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying to spot. be a model. <laughs> any like tips? Well, just be yourself. I mean, that's how you think of people like Ian Connor. He's not, he's yeah. not like, people think of him not not attractive but he's like he just genuine. doesn't care yeah. and i think that's what if, if especially now i think people just have to be genuine and just do whatever they feel and i think eventually it'll come especially now like uh nike just did a campaign in front of the shop and they're mm-hmm. doing plus size women uh, and then right. nike also did like a hijab Mm-hmm. Um, design. So I think now is a great time for people of all ethnicities, body shapes, and sex, yeah. and whatever. You could do whatever you want, especially with social media. There's a, a niche for for everybody, and everybody could get connected via Instagram or whatever is the next big social media platform. Yeah. Speaking of that, what do you guys think the next big social media platform is? You think Instagram is gonna hold it down for a couple more years? Yeah, I know. Instagram is gonna hold it down for sure for the next, next few couple years, years, yeah. Because the fact that they have teams in their company dedicated to like testing how people could get more mm-hmm. addicted to these, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're constantly doing these tests, like that's finding. true. But they're adding so many features mm-hmm. that I feel like maybe it might get like 
little too overwhelming. They might over cannibalize. They might overdo it, you know? And then audio right now is taking over too. Audio? Audio. Like podcasts, everything. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, especially with like accessibility. Yeah. I don't know about podcasts. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) It's crazy. Podcast has been out for a while. Yeah, like it's like during the dawn yeah. of, of, of iTunes. Two thousands. No one. I remember into everybody it. saw it and they were like, "Why do we need a podcast for?" It? And it's always just get yeah. like pushed aside. Yeah, podcast real school. Thing, but right now, yeah, like anything mobile is yeah. Yeah, just in the need. Like half of our like, if we, if we go into like our analytics for our website, it's mm-hmm. like like you said, eighty percent is from mobile. Mm-hmm. It's like no one's really looking yeah. on their desktop. So, you know, you know what's yeah. funny? I started a punk rock band a couple years ago. No way! Yeah. Had a had a hard breakup. Were we, oh my god! And it was no, nah, it was a good. It, it's a good. That's good. It's a you good band. It it's with my brother and a few other people, but it probably will never come out. What's the? Uh, what did you do? A you vocalist. vocalist? Yeah. So you sing too. <laughs> Nah, it's sample. Give us a sample. When was that? That was like in high school or college. This was in like college, like like two like three last years year. Ago. <laughs> no, like three years, like two three years ago. Damn. What was it called? The band yeah. Alone Stimulus. Damn, that really represents how heartbroken you were. Alone <laughs> Stimulus. But that whole movie, like my even my brother was feeling the same way because he was going oh. through the same thing, and they're yeah. like. The sad boy shit was like popping for it, yeah. And then I think it just pop culture was just pushing that on, so everybody was in their feelings, like the sad culture type yeah. thing. Yeah. Did you guys like record some songs? Oh no, facts. I had the album on my computer. What the? And is it? It's is never it, gonna come it, out. Oh, it's never gonna come out. You know. I have to finish it. There's some some verses leak. I have to finish. It's gonna leak somehow. I had to be super <laughs> sad because everybody always tells me like my brother and this dude, like Stacy, who's another like musician or indie artist. Oh, let's finish alone. Stimulus. I'm like, dude, I'm not sad anymore. <laughs> I'm over that. Like, I can't. Like, it'll be weird. Like, going into like a sad song already, like motivated and happy. It's not. Yeah. Gonna, it's not gonna come out the same. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. Do you ever listen to it sometimes? Do you ever go back? It's when you're feeling sad. It's because I all all the music I listen to is on Apple Music, mm-hmm. and then I'll go to like if I don't have internet connection, it'll I'll just hit play. And then <laughs> it's like my top played songs. And I only have a few albums because everything's on Apple Music. So I'll hear it and I hurry up and skip it. I like <laughs> Well, what other like miscellaneous projects have you done then? I'm really in, uh, oh no, I, like I have a I have a strong strong green green thumb. That's good. Like so, you have, you have a lot of plants. Yeah. Okay. Good. I have a very strong That's green good. thumb. Like if you go to my room, like I just bought some new. I bought a um some elephant feet, uh footloose. Do you grow your vegetables? I don't. I, mm. My apartment doesn't have a rooftop, and uh, then the railing. Yeah. It's good lighting, but I have no. I have two. I I have two. I have a. Uh, what did I have on there? I forget. Cause I always change it out, but it always gets knocked over. But if I had a rooftop <laughs> garden, trust and believe, <laughs> I'll have I some bet. some basil or or something Seriously. up there, some oregano. Moha's grocery store. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I'm the in my apartment complex. I'm the only one that doesn't have a balcony. Does not and it's and it's people. two it's two floors and there's each floor has twelve twelve apartments. Uh-huh. I'm legit the only because <laughs> I'm right on the edge by the stairs and the people above us obviously could have their balcony. Yeah. Legit the only one that doesn't have a balcony. They're like, yeah, take it, that guy's balcony out. Like, <laughs> you'd be probably the one using it the most. Exactly. I see like dish cable. You see like things. dust exactly boxes. extra storage it's space. Like I'm like. That's Could've all I want is, is a balcony or yeah. a roof or something to hang out on, but tiny house, 2020. Yeah. 
We'll be there. I'll buy one. I'll rent some. I'll rent a space. <laughs> um, today, in exactly one month, I'll have my second solo exhibition at Brotherhood. It's titled Don't Bother Me, I'm a Work in Progress. So that's themed around the highs and lows of self-journey and um, undefining the term art. Because essentially, it's basically just human expression and manipulation. And I think once it gets outside of it, that, then that's when it gets misconstrued. Because Avery might think this is art, but Myra might not. And then those little politics kind of ruin the overall um, essence of art and art making. Yeah. So that's what it's themed uh, around. It's going to be January 5th through the 6th at Brotherhood. Um, it's probably going to be eight canvases, a zine release. I have my friend, Abahar, aka Lucid, DJing. And hopefully, I'm, well, I'm for sure, Purgatory Pizza is going to be catering it, but I'm trying to get them to do it for free. So, vegan pizza, nice. and then maybe, uh, I don't drink, but uh, there might be like a beer or wine sponsor or something, mm-hmm. just the, for that first day, just to have. Because it's, it's I, all my shows, whether it's a uh, a solo or a, a group show i do it on a new moon or a full moon so this show lands on a new moon the first week of the new year so it's kind of a good show to pull up to to bring in uh the new year after all the crazy celebrations so i'm definitely going to try to create that energy at my show nice what made you decide to start doing your shows on the new moon or like a new i've just always been connected to, to the moon mm-hmm. well I always subconsciously been connected and then some girls were like, oh, what's your sign? I really didn't know anything about yeah. like horoscopes and like the meaning behind it and mm-hmm. especially with crystals and all that stuff like charging mm-hmm. and I just started to just learn about it. I don't really yeah. take it personal. Like, I don't let it dictate my entire mood like, yeah. oh, I'm mad because <laughs> Jupiter's in Uranus <laughs> and it's 12 o'clock. Like, I don't it's, it's definitely not that, but like I definitely take what I can learn from from anything, whether it's that or just yeah. learning from some crazy person or just, yeah. We'll put links to that uh, in the description. Going back to the astrology thing, how do you feel about Mercury retrograde? Because that shit always... I, I, okay, I, stays no, okay, listen, I did not believe it first. Tell me, oh listen, my God. I did not listen. I, that's placebo right there. I don't, yeah, that's what I, that's what I think. Because I didn't believe it. Like My friend kept talking about it. And I'm like, no, dude, like, you can't. Like It's just like... You know, you can't let it control you. Like you, you said. can't let it control you, but it, I don't know. It might be Shit some connections. Happens. Like you just think, just think about not not necessary. You know, there's also other like, I thought Mercury retrograde was just that one thing, but there's like Jupiter retrograde. Yeah, I heard of those. I was like, what? The? Yeah, I heard of it. But it, I don't know. Avery gets just, me in the loop. It's just that. because like anytime, like I'll have like a, a really crappy week or like even a month, and like yeah. man, it's just like everything's just going against me. And then I'll look it up. I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe it's it's Mercury retrograde, and it is every single time. But I'm I think like, as damn. humans, if we have somebody to blame, it's easier. Yeah. it's easier That's definitely it. to pass that off and release that stress. But, I mean, you just pick and choose what you want to learn from to connect those parallels. And that's how I take anything, even stuff outside of astrology, whether it's, like, being uh, uh, adolescent or minority or just mm-hmm. soaking up game. It's something to learn from every situation, yeah. every person, or every anything living or not even not living. Yeah, true. Always learning. What else do you have coming up? Or is that like the the most upcoming things? Um, yeah, so uh, I actually shot my, my brother's mu- music video, The Bullfighter, and then we reshot it with these guys, uh, Mick and uh, Zach. And hopefully that's uh, coming out soon. My brother, Gene Dawson, is a recording artist. He does like indie slash rap music. 
Um, we're going to London in January, so I'll be working close with him. Um, so working with him, I'm shooting another video with one of my good friends, and he's actually a recording artist as well, Fayo, hopefully in January at uh, Sunday's uh, Red Futon, and just a bunch of side gigs, a lot, a lot of side gigs. Hold on, what do you two got lined up? Yeah, mainly like we're, we're transitioning into sort of like, because um, right now we, we produce, not in the masses, it's like 20 to 30 pieces, yeah. but now we're, we're, we're trying to do one-off pieces or like mm -hmm. where we collaborate with other designers and mm -hmm. we come up with like a message and, and we'll collaborate in the production of like one to five pieces or something mm -hmm. like that. Are you are you going to only focus in clothes still or? Pretty much, yeah. Clothes and just building our, our podcast. Yeah. And yeah. our website, like mm -hmm. new blogs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like the education piece. Like before it was like big. solely, it was yeah. yeah, like before it was solely like, oh, we're just going to make clothes. But now it's like, we have to spread this message by way of like social media and vlogs and all mm -hmm. that stuff. It'll be a good year. I mean, this this has been a good year. Like, like twenty eighteen has been really good. Yeah. Are y'all the new year, new me type people? No, it's like if I know this. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a bad thing. No, no. Usually, like if I, I'm not gonna wait till the whole year, you know. Like, but if I notice like I'm falling off of something, then I'm like, oh shit, I gotta like get back up. I feel like maybe in the past year I've had like maybe thought that, but this year I didn't even. That didn't even cross my mind, like, oh, New Year, New Year. No year. time to think about that. And I was like, I gotta just keep going. Like, That's facts. Nope, that I've got time to like, <laughs> rebuild and stuff. But um, definitely, I do like to set up goals for myself. You know, I do like to write, put those down on paper. First one to come up to your head right now. Right now, get a job that I'm graduating. <laughs> get a job. Um... I really want to work on athletic wear, like sports bras for MPCO. So that's like a yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's some type of like sustainable. Mechanism. Oh yeah, there is. There's like a there's one that's copy or um, what's it called? It's like it's like trademarks. Um, it's like recycled PET mm -hmm. that mo that a lot of brands use. Um, so we gotta hit them up. But can you mess with uh rubber like from tires and in, in textiles? Is that a thing? Mm, is it too hard? It. I feel like it's hard to work with. You'd probably have to like. Cause I know they do shoes. Yeah, I was gonna say they do shoes. shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To like mold it. Yeah. yeah. It's really like limitless. What What's the What's the recyclability on rubber? T uh, tires do not go in in the recycling. What? They just go in the trash? No, you have, that's a special pickup. Uh, what happens to it? Do they They turn into something else or? A lot of companies uh, do like uh, what's the name of the shoe company that does? Uh, Veja. Nah, uh, shout out to Veja though. They always hit me up oh on Instagram when gosh, I post something. I love their shoes. Yeah. Like that's that's on like my right now on my list. You don't have a pair? I don't have a pair and I've been like Oh yeah, that's, that's another my, thing. That's like on my cop list right now. Oh, like yeah. number one. I don't I barely cuz I'm big on like not having uh, material items, but I bought some Vehas yeah. like a couple years ago mm -hmm. and you love them. Yeah, yeah I definitely like wear them a lot. I can't wait to get a pair. That's this is so nice. No, nah, this is a good rule to do in your closet. For every new item you buy, you gotta take three items out. I like that. And what do you even do with those three items? I give it to somebody in less, less in, in need, thrift, sell it. Yeah. There's so many, so many ways you can do. I like that. But honestly, most, most of my, my uh, closet comes from, comes from my mom. Like right now, I could show you. No I have way. a, I have a, I kid you not. It's a vintage ladies Aww. hoop, ladies hoop basketball shirt my mom <laughs> wore at. Uh, I forget Michael Cooper basketball camp. My mom has the hardest shirts. I'm not gonna. This is my mom's turtleneck. That's what I'm saying. Moms be having a fit. Avery's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I got this straight off the rack. My mom is not in America. 
Um, then her mom probably got the best fit. Mom out here looking like what's okay what's one thing no ah, damn you do so many things i can't even like focus on one where it's like one? usually I like apologize. usually I like our, <laughs> our last thing is like a tip for the people listening like but there's so many areas that you function in so i can't this really. a general a general tip. general tips general about tip. i don't know sustainability or life or you know following your dreams or something like anything i think you should go in 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 any situation that they're the only l in life that you can take is learning so no matter what situation in there's something to learn from it and use that as food and i say food that's basically motivation to grow and get better so every situation you could get something out of it no matter what that's tracks if you're not winning you're learning second place theory yeah thank you so much for joining us today i, was I such appreciate an insightful conversation i did not know i was the first person that did this oh uh, yeah this is, our, this is our fourth episode That's big, so. i see i was four episodes like yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they're professionals they're like <laughs> they, they had so many guests on here well i was your first You're number one that's funny that's what, <laughs> that's what my name means moha is swahili for the the, the number one yeah. really yeah and uh, to everyone listening, don't forget to stop by ch- and go to Maha's show January 5th mm-hmm, that's in downtown opening. LA in Brotherhood. Yeah, Brotherhood. Yeah. Arts District. Store, in the Arts District. Free food. You don't want to miss out. This guy is a season quoted Renaissance <laughs> man. You got people searching that out. <laughs> Meet up, the Renaissance holla, man. Check out some dope artwork. Mm, yeah. Cool. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you.